재미와 지식의 오디오라이프 팝빵 One by one is our weekly exploration of some big changes that are going on in Korean society and you might even say global society as well. Korean life in particular for the longest time was carried out mainly in collectives and groups. You identified yourself by your family name or your company name or whatever other collective you happen to belong to. These days, people walk a more solitary path, and it's often by choice. As it is with our guest today, Sujin Kim is caught between continents, careers, cultures, and expectations. She is kind of a microcosm of the upwardly mobile, globally minded, uh, career-oriented person. Hi, Sujin. Hello. Let's unpack this a little bit. You are, do I call you Korean or do I call you Australian or do I hyphenate? Hyphenate. So I think I'll be Korean-Australian. Sure. I mean, you've spent uh, the bulk of your life in Australia. Correct. Your your family, your your mom and dad are down there, right? Right. And you yourself are getting ready to uh, head back there after tying up some loose ends up here and running some errands, right? That's correct. So I've been living in Korea for 12 years, mm. and I think it's time to go back to Australia and be with my family. Mm-hmm. Changing careers as well. Yes, yeah, that's you, correct. What is the career field you're studying? So previously, I was an English instructor. Um, and I worked at the uh, private academy for 12 years. Mm-hmm. But now I'm going to study uh, human resource management. So um, I'm actually currently doing that. And hopefully I'll get my master's and then um, look for a job. What's the attraction of human resources? I think it's just like a stable job for um, women, especially um, if I get married or if I end up getting married. Um, I think the pay is good. Um, the hours are good. Um, whereas teaching, if I was to teach at a private academy, um, the teaching hours are like usually from 4 p.m. to 10 p.m. Mm. Um, so it's going to be very difficult to balance my career with my family life. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I don't think... I mean, it's, even, uh, yeah, it's the same kind of thing that attracts young people to like civil service nowadays. They just want stability. Right. So, I mean, you used that conditional phrasing, if... I get married. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you are a Korean woman, uh, right. a Korean slash Australian woman. Right. And for whatever reasons, career reasons and so forth, right. you've postponed marriage up till now. And a lot right. of, uh, you know, you're kind of in your 30s-ish, right? Right. I'm in my late 30s. I think in my 20s, I just focus more on my career, um, saving to maybe buy a property or see where I can go um, with the money that I've saved. But then I realized that I didn't really balance dating with my career in my Mm. 20s. So I tried doing that in my 30s and now it's like not that easy because a lot of my friends have all, you know, they're married, um, they have children. And if I look back, I don't regret what I did, but maybe I should have balanced my social life better with my um, job, you know, in the past. Well, I mean, you did what came natural, and you, you prioritized in a natural manner your career. Right. right. There is a lot to be examined right there. The idea that right. you know you uh, had to pick or choose right. a career or 
a, a, relationship. a relationship that would presumably get into marriage, right? Right, that's correct. That was here in Korea that you did that. Yes, but the thing that I realized is that in Korea, I think women who are very career-driven and focused, I think Korean men are a little bit intimidated by that. Is it? Yeah, really? and I think a lot of guys actually have said to me, oh, you're too strong or you're too independent, you don't really need me. So I thought that was very interesting um, because in Western society, it's more of an attraction. Yes. Um, so it became like a weakness for me. So I think finding maybe, I don't know, meeting Korean guys in Korea could be a little bit difficult. Kore- uh, Korean men, I don't want to overgeneralize, but <laughs> right. they seem, they kind of want to be the clear alpha of the household, yes, right? Yes, I, I totally agree. And I am not the type to. Give that to <laughs> bake cookies and yeah. yeah. Well, but the other problem is that yeah. you know we we talk about it on this program all the time right. is that in order to uh, commit to a relationship, build a family, a mm-hmm. woman basically has to drive off the career road, pull over yes. for a, what would you say a year, somewhere between a year and three years, right? Right. So right now, like this new career path that I'm going to take, um, I have to take all that into consideration, like. Can I get married or should I be in a relationship? Can I devote my time building this relationship when I have to focus on my study and, you know, getting my master's and um, getting work experience because I have to basically start my way from bottom up again. And the older I get, I realize that there are a lot more responsibilities such as like family members getting sick, um, which is the case for me right now. My Uh. mom... Um, has dementia. Okay. Um, it came to her like pretty early. Mm. She's only in her 60s. So if I was to be in a relationship, I have to also consider like when do I bring this up? And is this going to be a burden on the guy that I'm dating? I mean, even under <clears throat> normal circumstances, right. as you get older, your parents are also older, so they have to be a, exactly. a, a bigger part of your world. Right. Yours Exponentially so, because right. you, you, what I'm hearing from you is that you have to basically be a caretaker exactly. for your mom right. more and more as time goes by. Right. And because I'm the oldest child, um, my sister got married a year ago. She mm. also has a child now. So even though she wants to help, um, she's unavailable a lot of the times. My brother, um, he tries to help too, but I feel like he doesn't really know what to do. Mm. So... And they're both in like relationships. You know, one's married, one's been um, dating his girlfriend for like seven years. So I realized being in a relationship actually makes it more difficult in terms of looking after mom. What an interesting. I mean, that I don't know whether you're assuming that or whether right. that's actually true. Um, right. Obviously, in in your reality and yes. in your world, right. it must be true because that's that's what you're telling me. Right. Maybe it's just in our household, or um, maybe it's just like a Korean family thing um, because we're very conservative. I, I don't know what it is. Is it a very but- typical Korean family, even though you're down in Australia? Yes. Okay. And like when I talk about these things with my, um, you know, older women in their 50s in Korea, it's very evident in their families too that there's always one child looking after the mother or the father and the rest of the siblings just, um, they're just oblivious to what's going on. And I guess the Korean way is it would be the unmarried one that does that or would it automatically be the oldest 
Um, usually it's the oldest one, okay. but they'll be married by that stage. But because my mom um, developed this illness early, it just ha- it's just my bad luck because I'm single. Whereas women I talk to in their 50s, they're lucky, I guess, because they have their husband to talk to or rely on occasionally for like emotional support or maybe even financial support. Whereas for me, I have to kind of consider everything and just kind of, um, yeah, be strong about it. You said it's something to the effect of it's hard to date and Mm -hmm. bring this up. Yes. So I don't want to bring it up early in the relationship when I'm dating because worry that I'll scare off the guys. If someone told me this, I think I would automatically think, wow, okay, she has a lot on her plate. Yeah. But then I don't want to bring it up later in the relationship because if I feel like I was lying mm. or I was hiding something because I'm not hiding anything. It's just looking for the right time or the right opportunity to bring it up. Mm-hmm. So I think it's great that women are um, focusing on their career and like maybe even getting married later in life. But they also have to consider that this could be a problem and there are other obstacles or challenges that will make relationships so much harder. There are ways in which it comes in real handy to get married early, early, right? Right. I mean, I think of uh, my case, you know, my mom got married very young, had me very young, and uh, here I am getting a bit older and she, relatively speaking, is youngish. So we have overlapping time. Yes. Uh, in our lives. Right. That's a luxury for me. You it know? really is. Uh, had she waited until age, whatever it is, 35, right. 40, to uh, have me, mm, right. maybe I'd have lost her already. You and know? that's actually interesting because if I have a kid when I'm in my 40s, and then they're, they're, they like you know end up becoming 20, and then I'll be 60 by then. But health right. standards, fitness standards, and medical standards have so radically That's changed. That's very true. You know what I mean? All right. <laughs> you know, you look at, there was That's an true. ad from the 1970s and it showed, right. you know, uh, look how good this woman looks for 35. And I said, oh my God, she looks 55, <laughs> you know? Um, right. The, the standards of what a 40-year-old or what a 50-year-old right. looks like and how they perform has right. radically changed. That's very true. Like, physically, you might look younger, but I'm also concerned about, like, there's so much more, um, the stress level is definitely increasing there's a lot of mental stress and i think our society is like you know it's not easy to live you know with all these like challenges so yeah yeah i don't know i mean other than sort of knowing and sort of sharing the burden with you on a an intellectual level uh, the fact that uh, sharing the worry right what kind of burdens does having a uh, a family member a mother in sick health bring into a relationship as complicating factors the disease that my mom has um a lot of people mistake that for just dementia or alzheimer's but something called frontal lobe dementia it's different it's very different and it's very rare only i'm not sure but i think maybe 10 percent of the population have it Mm. it's becoming more common though and even just explaining the illness is very stressful sometimes i don't want to talk about it um they don't really understand it i don't know like in the past if i was interested in a guy i'll just go for it but now i'm very hesitant because i think if i told him all this and then he just backs off then it's it's like a double slap in the face almost. Like, mm-hmm. I got rejected, but 
it's also because of my mom. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. It is, but it isn't. So again, it's just it's me. It's a open. complicated um, sort of balancing beam of emotions because yes. you don't want to develop recrimination, God forbid, towards your mom. Exactly. Right? Right. Like she's holding me back. Right. You want to be a caregiver who's, you know, f- with your whole heart and your whole right. spirit. You don't want to start developing um, a grudgy feelings in right. that regard, right? Right. So it's a tough wire to walk, you know, to be out there uh Laying your uh, career plans strategically, right. keeping the antenna up for whether there's a you know a man out there, right. and uh, knowing that um, you know if indeed you want to have a child, right. uh, both the career is going to be a tricky thing to manage, yes, and the time window is yes. slowly closing. I totally uh, yeah, um, and that's another factor. Like I do want to have kids, like I adore children, but then. If I meet a guy and fall pregnant, going through the whole pregnancy with this stress, mm-hmm. um, not just my personal stress, but like, you know, family stress as well, and raising this kid until they reach like kindergarten or mm-hmm. old enough to go to grade one, by that stage, my mom would have maybe been in her mid stage mm-hmm. or her late stage of her illness. Um, it's a so span of how much time? I think total 10 years, that's what the doctor said. Okay. Um, but he said it could deteriorate faster than that. So can I balance all of that? Raising a child plus looking after a sick person and maybe like I have to also take care of my sure. – well, not take care of my husband, but you – know. <laughs> Make him um, behave. Yeah, well, make that's, him behave. Well, that's where, look, a husband who has to be understanding, has to be willing to shoulder the burden. Right. And during – a hypothetical pregnancy itself, you'd have to play the family card. You could not right. be double duty, uh, nurturing right. a child and right. providing uh, on the spot care for your mom. You right. would need to firewall those two things off. A yeah, bit. and yeah. it's actually that the timing is all very. Um, it was just very interesting because when I quit my job and decided to go back to Australia, I was like, okay, I've worked hard, I saved. Um, now I want to focus on dating, um, meet more guys, and then my mom got her diagnosis there's always i mean in this case it's a very big something but there's always something i think you just got to move forward i wish you the best of luck we're running out of time here sujin kim good luck on your move to australia i wish you and your family the very best thank you for having me today